The following podcast contains coarse language and adult themes. Today on the show, a very special emergency broadcast as we unpack the news of Henry Cavill's sudden departure from the DCU only weeks after announcing his return as the Man of Steel. I'm Riggs. I'm Eddie. And we are the Very Depressed Film Addicts Podcast. I've just had a meeting with James Gunn and Peter Safran, and it's sad news, everyone. I will, after all, not be returning as Superman. After being told by the studio to announce my return back in October, prior to their hire, the news isn't the easiest, but that's life. Changing of the guard is something that happens. I respect that. James and Peter have a universe to build. I wish them and all involved with the new universe the best of luck and the happiest of fortunes. For those who have been by my side through the years, we can mourn for a bit, But then we must remember, Superman is still around. Everything he stands for still exists, and the examples he sets for us are still there. My turn to wear the cape has passed, but what Superman stands for never will. It's been a fun ride with you all, onwards and upwards. Hey folks, welcome back to the Filmatics Podcast. That was a verbatim reading of Henry Cavill's statement on his social media after the announcement uh, from the DC camp that he would no longer be returning as Superman. Uh, We're here to talk about it. It's big stuff, and I just want to preface as well, if you don't feel like pop culture and and movies and superheroes and symbols of hope and joy in people's lives are anything to get upset about, you should stop listening to this podcast because, you know, me and Addy have feelings about it and they're perfectly valid, but yeah, if, you, if, you're, not, uh, if you're not down with that, that's okay. Next episode, perhaps. So here we are, Addy. That's hard. I, don't, I really don't know where to start. Henry Cavill, wonderful Superman, um, obviously uh, debuted in Man of Steel in, what was it, 2010? 2013. 2013 um, in Zack Snyder's Man of Steel and then had been Superman for, you know, a few movies, BVS, uh, the Justice League 2017 and Zack Snyder's Justice League and most recently as a cameo in Black Adam and we'll get to that uh, shortly. But um, yeah, it seems he won't be going on. James Gunn and uh, Peter Safran have uh, decided to go with a younger Superman. Uh, They're going to be writing a new film together to relaunch. It seems like they're doing that with everything. Um, And uh, and yeah, we're going to wrap about it. So Addy, I know it's a difficult time for you. And, 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 you know, Superman is a, 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 as a, character is such a huge place in your heart he's he's your hero he's your symbol of hope um and henry cavill specifically you know you were a child when that film came out he is your superman the way that chris reeve is mine um you know i remember when christopher reeve was you know uh, horribly injured during a riding accident I, I, i remember the day you know it was like oh my god superman was he's not infallible and then when he passed you know it was these are real people uh in costume or out of costume and um you know it means something to us tell me what your immediate reaction was when you found this out i didn't believe it i mm. I, I read it i was like i saw henry cavill and i saw the same thing as uh, i don't know i think he announced his return with that as well or no, he he announced that he was go he's gonna go away from Witcher with that, and uh, I was like, oh, it's another thing. And then I and then I read Superman, and then I read the whole thing, and I sent it to you, and I said, well, I'll just go fuck myself then. Yeah, yeah, it's um a bit of a slap in the face to 
a lot of people, a lot of fans, um, and he is right. James Gunn and Peter... I keep going to call him Peter Serafinowicz, which was the tall guy in Guardians of the Galaxy. And he also plays the tick on Amazon, but that's not what I'm talking about. Peter Safran, uh, you know, they, they do. They have to kind of start this thing almost from scratch, which seems antithetical considering the fan base of the the Zyder, the, the Snyder-built universe. And also, they have two more motherfucking movies coming out. Aquaman... The Kingdom, the Lost Kingdom, and the Flash movie are still slated to be released. Um, and and Shazam, and Shazam number two. So um, Fury of the Gods, I'm not really sure what's going on unless they do some sort of like Flashpoint kind of thing. You know, stitch that in and everything gets reset. Um, ben Affleck's also uh, had a had a meeting with James Gunn, and they've made it clear that he won't be returning as Batman, but he may return to DC to direct something. Um, give that motherfucker the question movie, uh, and check that out, check that shit out. Um, but I just feel like, and I know that the Snyder fans can be quite rabid. <laughs> and intense um and and you know like spewing hateful shit but there's also a subsect like yourself and like myself who just really dig his vibe it's so different than what's being done in 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 marvel and it's you know it's a more adult version of these characters which is which is great you know and 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 i watched uh uh um bbs the other night the extended version and and then so the making of um zack snyder's justice league because i watched that as well and he really gives a shit like you kind of think he doesn't because he's he's sort of like he's got that California twang and 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 he seems a bit vague sometimes, but he really does care. Um, the motherfucker goes through the screenplay and draws every single frame, like not every single frame, every single shot. It takes him three months. You don't do that if you don't care, honestly. Like let's let's be for real. Henry Cravel, Henry Cravel, Henry Cravel is his brother, and he makes roads. <laughs> with gravel henry cavill never really got the opportunity to be the soaring version of superman because man of steel is 100 percent origin and then he's superman at the end of that picture and then he never really got a chance um and, and, and it's a shame and and to retcon out all this stuff and start from scratch i think they're missing a trick i, I don't understand why these things can't exist alongside what else is going to be coming there's two batmans currently like the, the um Pattinson and and Affleck has you know been the last one. I know he's not coming back, but he's still in people's heads. Joker was Jared Leto and um, uh, Joaquin. Joaquin's you know filming Joker two right now. Like, why can't you have these two things? They're doing a Val Zod movie as well. That's still going ahead apparently. J.J. Abrams script. Um, yeah, I just I think it's a real misstep. You're you're missing out on an opportunity to really like see how fucking people went nuts when he was in Black Adam. Spoilers for Black Adam, by the way, if you haven't seen it. Henry Cavill's at the end, but it now doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Um. Before we move forward, though, I want to I want to hear what your reaction was. Honestly, I thought of you immediately. <laughs> I was like, this is this is gonna break his heart, and 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 I was really, and it's so weird because I had just watched. Uh, Man of Steel uh, uh, and and Zack Snyder's Justice League. Like I have a tendency to like put stuff on in the background that I'm familiar with if I'm writing or if I'm doing admin for work or whatever. Zack Snyder's Justice League is really good for that because it's fucking long and you get you know you can still hear bits and pop in occasionally and that kind of thing. And I heard all that and then when he was announced as you know coming back, 
and he left The Witcher. Which is like a fuck. <laughs> He's like, fuck you, motherfuckers. I'm going to be Superman. See you later. And then, you know, on the 15th or whatever, it was like, um, you guys still got my dressing room? And Hemsworth Light was like, get fucked, mate. Why am I doing an Australian accent? I've done that before. He just sounds like me. Uh, and, and, you know, Witcher. But then, you know, we have also found out that Henry Cavill will now star in an Amazon-produced series based on Warhammer. Um, which he's really excited about because he's a big Warhammer dude and he's such a fucking nerd, which is great. But anyway, regardless of all that, um, yeah, I was so happy when I heard that he was coming back and I thought, oh, wow, okay, now we get to see the Superman movie with Brainiac or something that'll be, and like he said, it's going to be hopeful and joyful and colorful. And you put you put a really good director behind that. Um, you know, we talked about it in one of our previous episodes, like who could take the mantle of, of this. Um, and, and it's got a lot of juice. And he was so happy. He was so excited. He was in that, uh, uh, um, the one-on-one interview where he was talking about it and they had the video from Zach and people were losing their fucking minds. And, and then on social media, there was so much content of him just popping up of old behind the scenes stuff of him on the set of Man of Steel and interviews he's been in. Like he seems like a genuinely lovely person. Um, perfect for Superman. It's going to it's gonna be a real, real uphill battle to replace him. That was that was my biggest thought. I was like, oh, okay. And I also don't understand what's going on with James Gunn. Like, um, I have faith in the dude. He's, he's a great director. I, I like those Guardians pictures. I think um, his work previous was was good too, like Slither and Super. Um, and, and I dug his Suicide Squad. It's all getting a little bit Taika Waititi, as in... He's he's only got one lane, so to take over Superman without it being irreverent somehow, with, with it actually being the symbol of of you know ju- truth, justice, and 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 hope that it should be, um, yeah, I don't know what that is, but I also don't know the, the, the fucking snarkiness that's going on, um, like where people keep atting him on social media and being like, hey your motherfucker and this and that and whatever. And he keeps responding. There was one the other day that was like a picture of Nightwing. And someone was like, hey, you're talking about a Lobo movie and this and that and all these B, B-list heroes. Why don't you give Dick Grayson? Why don't you get some dick in you? You know, like, get, get you know, where's, where's that movie? And he's like, I've only been in the job a month. How did you not know that this was going to be the reaction that you were going to get when you took this job? Like, don't be a fucking dick about it. Just say, you know what? You're right. Dick is a wonderful character. We're looking into everybody. I've only just started, but wait, there's so much great stuff coming. Like, you know. Be civil. Or whatever the fucking comedian, you know what I mean? <laughs> Sorry, what did you say? Yeah, I said just be civil about it. Like, James Gunn has a tendency to to reply to everyone that, that adds him. He's not done it for me yet, but... Uh... <laughs> Because <laughs> he knows you're like Henry Cavill so much, he's like, "Oh fuck, I'm not going to open that door. This kid will tear me to shreds." Uh, it, it's you're right though. Like, have a have an attitude about it. Like, he's got big dick energy after not only pulling off probably the the greatest uh, 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 unexpected success that the Marvel Cinematic Universe has ever had. No one gave a shit about Guardians. It was second out of the gate, you know, in in um, Phase Two, and everyone was like, "What the fuck is this obscure shit?" And he murdered it. And it's now one of the most popular franchises um, in, in the MCU. And also, he got fired, remember? Yeah. And he went and did Suicide Squad. And they were like, hey, 
you're the only one working in the Marvel Cinematic Universe right now, apart from Ryan Coogler, who actually has a definitive vision. Otherwise, we're just doing these work-for-hire motherfuckers. Can you come back now that everybody loves you again? Like, that's... A, and to do that and then be like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm going to start my job at DC months before Guardians 2 comes out. Guardians 3, rather. Like, he's got big, swinging Hollywood dick energy, and that's fine. But I just, you know, power corrupts. Power corrupts, friends. And I don't know about it. I'm sure he's a lovely dude as well. Like, he's probably... And Peacemaker, forget about it. That's one of the best TV shows I've ever seen. Um, and, and yeah, he's probably very affable and sweet and everything. But it's just... I don't understand why you need to combat your audience immediately. He's obviously very sure of himself. And rightly so, I guess. Yeah. Um, I want to make one thing clear. I get it. I get the decision. I don't agree with it. I get the decision. And like you said, there's a there's an opportunity that, that you're missing, which is, okay, so before we move on, uh, the cameos of Superman with Henry Cavill and Wonder Woman with Gal Gadot in the Flash film that were filmed prior to Black Adam and everything, those have mm-hmm. been, those have been, uh, they've been taken out. And yeah, well, I mean, Wonder Woman 3 has been cancelled too, has it not? It has, and uh, yeah. I get, I get the, the that the knee jerk reaction of everything is to just just stop everything and then hard reboot, because a lot of people don't understand that James gonna be the saffron will thrown into the sinking ship, and they have to do everything they can to to get that water out, but but these yeah man they they're pitching they're pitching fucking um uh, cargo into the ocean. Um, anything that isn't nailed down, apparently. Yeah. And Sorry, I cut you off. That's all right. And uh, it's just, it hurts because Henry Cavill and... Uh, I'm just going to focus on Henry Cavill. He was not... It's it's not fair for him to be the collateral damage or something that, that wasn't in his control at all. And especially right after him announcing that he's going to return and him being so excited about it. Because the... The Snyder trilogy we have, we have with Man of Steel, BBS, and the Justice League is, is a story of losing hope with Superman gone and then, earning that hope back when Superman comes back. And then he becomes the Superman that we know with the bright red and the bright, bright blues, soaring up in the sky, and, uh, yeah. That news came out. It should have been. Sorry, it sh- you sorry the, the news came out. Sorry, the news came out, and I, I was looking up in the sky, and I was like, "Fuck, it's an empty sky now." Yeah, and 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 I understand why that is distressing and upsetting to you. Um, like we said before, these these things aren't ethereal. Like they're not. They don't. It's not that they don't exist. They do. Superman has been uh, in people's hearts and minds since the '30s. Fuck's sake. Um, some kid out there right now who is whatever age you know I was when I first saw Superman um, will find this new one that James Gunn's going to do, and that will be his Superman. Like that's kind of the thing that it, it gets passed down. But everybody else kind of got a fair shake in terms of playing the character, not in terms of their life. <laughs> there is a, a whole thing about a Superman curse, actually, because yeah. a lot of people who've been involved in with that character. Um, have been, you know, in accidents or, you know, the, um, the, the, um, 
uh, is it George Reeves? The Superman from the, the TV series back in the day committed suicide. And, you know, like there's a lot of stuff around it. Um, Brandon Routh seemed to make out okay. Also, I don't think he committed suicide. His his death is a is an unsolved mystery. It's a Hollywood mystery. That it dun, is. Dun. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like that's that's kind of the thing. But um, there's actually a really good movie about that called Hollywood Land with Ben Affleck playing that, yeah. that character. Yeah, it's really good, and it's funny because he's in a Superman costume. You're like, what the fuck? Um, but anyway, I digress again, and I forgot my point. Oh no, that's right. Um, you know, Superman in whatever form. Like for me, it's comics. Like I, I'm, I, I know him from comics. I've got a bunch of tattered, absolutely half destroyed Superman comics that I've read over and over and over again. One of them is a great one. I'll, I'll never forget it. Uh, it's Mister Mixelplex, and he is fucking with Superman and makes him a giant, and then makes him small, and is just like messing with his game, and it changes anim- uh, like uh, drawing style. So, so cool. Um, there's a whole arc that I read uh, where Bizarro comes in and he replaces Superman. And it's just like, I remember them so well. And of course, Chris Reeve. But the like I said, you know, people didn't get a fair shake. Um, most people got a fair shake. Henry Cavill didn't. He, he, he didn't have an opportunity to embody the largest version of this character because he was waylaid by not only um, a, a, a critical reaction... Fan base, not so much, but critical reaction to these pictures, Zach's pictures. Um, but his sequel, like his sequel was fucking <laughs> completely hijacked by Batman. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he is hardly in that movie. I watched it again the other night. If you watch the ultimate cut, it's good because there's some stuff about him like actually doing some um, uh, investigative reporting and shit, which is cool. But he's even quite flat um, and alien, which is, you know, I get, but it's probably the wrong way to go because he's supposed to be this this human being, um, you know, living in a human world, raised by human parents. But and then you know, Justice League was what Justice League was, and we all know the problem with that. Um, and then Zach's film comes out, and and it is a good film. I enjoy that film. It's it's clunky in places, but at least it was Zach's vision. Superman doesn't turn up until the very end, like it's the last hour and twenty minutes that he's in that picture, and it's four hours long. Had he just been given an opportunity, like, I don't even know why they don't test the waters. Be like, okay, well, we're going to do another Superman. It's going to be a completely separate thing. Uh, and and it's going to be a young Superman as he's, you know, a upstart at the Daily Planet, which is basically what Superman Returns was. But anyway, um, let's let Henry do Man of Steel 2 and you just call it Superman. And you release that shit and you, you you brighten up the costume and you let him have not slicked hair, you have fluffy hair. And um, he fucking has to punch Brainiac in his stupid green face. And that's not a racist thing. He's an evil alien and he happens to be green. It's a biological field note if it's anything. And, uh, and, and then, you know, just see how that goes. If it tanks, it tanks. Like, what are you going to do? You know, the amount of money that you're fucking losing already. Um, Black Adam is a perfect example of that. Uh, we, I, I feel like taking a punt on it wouldn't have been a bad move. Yeah, it's what hurts the most is that he was Superman for for a generation that never really got Superman, and then yeah. and then when they finally had a, a sliver of hope, it, it was taken away from them. It's almost more 
you know, from his his statement, you know, Superman is always there. He's always the embodiment of, of you know, doing the right thing. Superman is the, the fight to make a better place, to make the world better, um, you know, constantly. And now is the time for that. Now is absolutely the time for that. It's not only do we live in troubling times uh, where tyrants run the planet and, and people are completely... Sorry, I just flicked my cable... Um, completely ingrained in an online world, which is funny because you're listening to this podcast, but we appreciate you. But do go out in the sun occasionally, please. Um, And everything is... Nothing's tactile anymore. And we had the two years of COVID and it's kind of COVID season three. If if you think about it, there's a lot going on still. Superman is the perfect character for right now. Um, More than Batman uh, and and more than, uh, you know... Uh, uh, anything Marvel's doing, expanding their universe, like forwards without much sort of idea of what these things mean anymore. Superman will always mean Superman. That symbol on his chest is, I think, the second most recognizable symbol on planet Earth after the fucking cross and maybe the Star of David. And then it's Superman. Like, that means something. And if you don't think it does, then you're naive as shit. There's, there's no reason why you can't have two Supermen. One of them can be this new version, like I said, and you can do whatever the fuck you want. You can give him a, 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 a two feet for hands and two hands for feet, like whatever it is. He could be monkey Superman. He absolutely could give Henry Cavill a movie to, to prove himself the Superman of Addy's generation. Uh, obviously not my generation because I'm 1168 years old, uh, but absolutely at his generation like you grew up with this guy and he only got a couple of pictures i mean chris reeve only got four as well but yeah but those are four superman films four superman movies all for soups you know well it's 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 that thing that hurts the most is that it's fine if he had left because he was superman for nine years but you only gave him one superman film Mm. like that that second one is not a superman film at all it's batman v superman there's a reason why Batman is... Before- Donut Justice! Sorry. <laughs> I love saying that. It's so silly. Yeah, there's a reason... I cut you off. There's a reason why Batman is before Superman in, the, in that title. And yeah. uh, I know, man. I'm going to say the thing that I, that I, that I said uh, when we were talking about it. That mm-hmm. all, of this, all of this feels like we, we're part of this fucking joke. A sick fucking joke at the expense of the fans and Henry Cavill. It was like the last decision that David Zaslav could make where he was like, hey, let's just have this and fuck with the fans and see whatever the fuck that James Gunn can do. Like, Yeah. And it... it It's a real slap in the face. He gave him one Superman film and that's that's fine, but he was Superman for for so many people and and for so long. It's it's even hard to like just, just say it because there's... Superman teaches us to... To have empathy first, to to mm. to love no matter what, and at times like this, we 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 need Superman. But fuck, man, it it's <laughs> I fucking I fucking cried when I read that because there's there's no way that I'm that I will never that I will never be able to see a Superman film and not not think about Henry Cavill because mm. Henry Cavill is is the reason why I love Superman, and I I can't separate the two. Mainly because I don't want to, and I'm I'm really happy that he's going for Warhammer. 
I'll probably watch it without knowing jack shit. But <laughs> there's so many possibilities that you could do with it. Like, have have the Snyderverse be an Elseworld whole thing. Like, absolutely, yeah. Like the fucking Flash film has three fucking Batman in it. Two. That's a lot of Batman. Yeah, there's two Batman, two fucking Flashes in that. If going forward we replace Superman, which we're not going to replace Superman with uh, Supergirl because Super Supergirl's first and last appearance is going to be the Flash one. That's the other thing as well. Is just like it's so sorry to cut you off. It's so disrespectful to all of these people. Like you remember the video of that girl getting told she was going to be Supergirl. She lost her fucking mind. Like imagine being, you know, a just post teenage girl saying, "Oh, you're about to play Superman's cousin." you know, uh, and put the S on the chest, like, and, and, and yet for some reason, Ezra Miller keeps getting an opportunity, keeps getting a shot, even though they do not embody the, the, the spirit of Barry Allen at all. And yet this young girl doesn't get a shot. Henry Cavill doesn't get his shot. Like, it's just, it's the most backwards ass logic. And I, I can't, I can't profess to understand it either. Like Hollywood top level thinking baffles me on, on, on a level that makes, I think I would struggle in that environment. Um, if I was given the opportunity to do something and then, you know, corporations were making making these things, because that's what it is. We talked about it last night. Like, it's got to be a money thing. Um, they're, they're losing money. They're spending a lot of money on these pictures. Black Adam's probably scared the shit out of them because of its budget size and because it hasn't done as well as they would have wanted it to. Um, hard reboot is, is, is the way to go. But d- don't pretend like it has anything to do with artistic integrity or story because it just doesn't. Yeah. And no, there's there's a sentiment of just have one, just have one Justice League film to just say goodbye to these characters, because see the set like, I imagine watching the Avengers in twenty thirty in twenty twelve, and like the last fucking scene of that film is is a portal, and on on one side of the portal are the six OG Avengers, and the other side is fucking Thanos, and then mm. not having that build up or continuing that story ever again. That that's that's how I feel because we won't we won't get any kind of death death stroke. There's no fucking setup for whatever the fuck that that nightmare that nightmare uh, world was. There's no there's no redemption of of Superman anymore. There's no mm. there's no continuation of Lex, which I think could have been a really good take of Lex. I don't hate that Lex Luthor. I just hate his hair. That's all, because he's not bald. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't have it towards the end, so that's kind of rectified. But you're right. I mean, there's what it what it seems to me, or what it feels to me, is it's really fucking messy. It's all really messy. Like it was Marvel's phase one and two and three, tight as fuck for the most part, up until you know they're all going towards Endgame, and you feel that a lot. DC has tried to course correct so many times it's just like tendrils. They're going in every direction and, and, and nothing kind of sticks. The only thing that, that is, you know, because let's not... A mistake here, ladies and gentlemen. Henry Cavill started this. Man of Steel was the beginning of all of this shit. And he was ground zero for what this would end up being. And Zack is what the aesthetic would be. And they keep trying to change it when probably they should have... And look, I'm not... behind it, all the decisions and everything like that, but at least it was a clear vision. And someone said the other day on another podcast, 
it was um uh, uh the the we hate movies podcast that I, I i talk about all the time and chris cabin one of the guys on that who's a, a film reviewer when he's not doing the podcast said all of these dudes like james cameron is popular because you know avatar's popular stuff because it is very very clearly his film it is a singular vision. He has a style. He has an ethos. He has a, a, a way to do these things. And all of these dudes who who are like that are starting to get more attention. How how long was Michael Bay a punchline? Like seriously, he was he was a joke for so long because everyone was like, oh, for fuck's sake, he's just this and he doesn't know how to direct people and explosions and blah blah blah. Transformers movies, guff. And then he comes out with something like Ambulance. And everyone's like, actually, this is baller. He's using real squibs. There's drone work in here. This is really cool. And it's a singular vision. It looks like a, a, a fucking Michael Bay picture. Zach's the same. Zach has, you know, done these things. And now he's going to go and do Rebel Moon. And people are going to lose their shit when that comes out. Because it's going to look like something. As opposed to these cookie cutter, uh, uh, stock standard versions of all these characters. Like, I love Sam Raimi. But he, it didn't look like he directed Multiverse of Madness. Absolutely it was maybe two or three not. flourishes. Otherwise, he was a, he was work for hire. And that's okay. That's cool to, be, to, to do that. But don't pretend like they all have an artistic singular vision. Because they don't. They all look kind of aesthetically they all look the same and i know that you need to do that when you're building a a universe of all these different characters but the thing that made the original sort of mcu the first few pictures interesting was because they all did feel really different i think that's what was going for dc that that was so drastically different from the mcu Mm. and i i fear that we're gonna be in that in that era of of dc having a linear story and having like a Batman or a Joker from every fucking four years. Yeah. And it's also, you know, that's probably what will happen. You'll, you'll, you'll start to lose all this stuff. Like Joker 2 will be the last one. You'll have Flash and the Aquaman pictures and that'll be that. They won't do anything anymore. Like they, they can't set anything up. Um, you'll have all this stuff get swept under the rug and, and ignored and they'll start again. But then think about it, all right? If they want to chart some sort of success the way that Disney has had with the MCU, it's going to take them a decade. Um, like they're all like, oh, you know, we're going to do James Gunn and this dude's going to do a Superman movie and there's going to be Lobo and we're going to have this and we're going to have that. And it was like, okay, but all of this, like none of this is on paper yet. It is ideas in the ether. It's going to be, do you know how long it takes to write a fucking movie? <laughs> A long damn time, I'll tell you that much. And and that's before you get a director, before you get a star, before you get the thing in front of a camera, before you edit it, before your visual effects. Like this Superman movie that James Gunn's talking about making is five years away at best. At best. So in the interim, fucking do the one with um, goddamn Man of Steel and use the, the Man of Steel sequel and use the script that's already been written by Stephen McKnight. I said McKnight then. He's not he, he's not a nugget. What's going on? He's just Stephen Knight, I think. The guy who created Piggy Blinders. Yeah, <laughs> Stephen Knight. Can I get um, can I get a cheeseburger and a Big Mac and uh, two Stephen McKnights? Thanks very much. Cheers. And he comes out and gives you nuggies. <laughs> Idiot. But yeah, you know, like what if that's more ready to go? What's the fucking harm? Billions and billions of dollars, Regan. <laughs> yeah, and you said that uh, let Ben Affleck do the question film. Yeah, I think Ben Affleck would be a perfect director for a Nightwing film. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, man, do it. It's he he would have the aesthetic for it. Absolutely, you know, if you do um, a film like The Town, but instead of 
like with that kind of feeling, that kind of like high octane crime drama shit. And there's, you know, there's some bits of humor in that as well and stuff. But like, instead of Boston, it's Nightwing, it's um, Bloodhaven, like, yeah, man, fucking, hey, Ben, I know you're listening because you love this podcast. Uh, do it, son. Get in. So this is what it's going to be. Uh, Henry's Henry's stepping down and, uh, you know, we're all going to miss him. Uh, most of us, I guess. And let's, let's try and move forward again with hope and optimism about what the possibilities are, but never forget what he, he meant to us, uh, in that character. And as the clearly beautiful human being he is, Addy, what, what are your kind of final thoughts before we get into questions and comments from the, from the fans? Like I said, Henry Cavill is, is the reason I love Superman. He, I remember watching the first Man of Steel film when it came out with my cousin brother in fucking 3D. It was the first 3D movie I ever watched. And I remember, I remember that first, that first flight that he takes and, and the pressure building around his face with the snow cracking up and, and him taking that flight. I remember just losing my shit and first time crying out of excitement. I've, I never felt that before. I was fucking nine years old and and I watched BVS and I don't quite remember my experience with that. I did watch it in theaters, but I felt fucking horrible when, when Superman dies. But, but I, I was hopeful that, that he might return. I love the MCU, but there's not one film that the MCU has made that's that's made me cry out of excitement the way that the way the Man of Steel did when I first saw him take that flight and 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 test his his powers for the first time and find the reason why he was sent to this planet and when 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 he shows up in when he shows up in black adam it's the first time that that i that i ever felt the same as i did when i watched that and it's the reason why i i screamed and i fucking froze up because i was like shit my superman's back superman's fucking back and um and it hurts and it's I guess it's supposed to hurt because I do, I don't give a fuck whatever whatever people say like I'm I'm not gonna question myself for loving for loving something so much that it, that that it makes me cry when it's not when it's not fulfilled and it's Superman means so much to so many people and it's it's more than just being a symbol of hope it's 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 this idea of of being being a part of something it's the idea of of just just having empathy first just going with love and having having the having the positivity and it's it's about representing the best that humanity can be like i know the doctor who fans right now they're like well we go through this every six years i'm like go fuck yourself man <laughs> it's very very different but you you know it's coming yeah and you know at some point it's coming like you, henry cavill could could have been superman for another 10 years he could have been and it's and and that's what it hurts because he was he's superman for nine years and he never got a chance to he was he was wasted his title was wasted in those nine years where he he got to, he got to the the closest that that we were able to get to to, to Superman that's that soars in the sky that that gives people hope is when he returns in Zack Snyder's Justice League it's fucking cheesy and I hate to bring this up but in the theatrical cut he shows up and he says I'm a fan of justice <laughs> I just lost my shit or or just 
as simple as at the end of that picture, and he does it in the Zack Snyder cut as well, but he's wearing the black, the, the regeneration suit. Um, but he, he you know, he, the, the last, almost the last frame of that picture is him opening the shirt. And that's what I hear. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Like that's, that should have been the beginning of something. And it, it was treated that way. It was, it was the beginning of, of an era of, of a hopeful world and a, and a hopeful Superman. And, Superman is my hope. He's he's my dream. He's what he's what I I aspire to be in any way that I can. And Henry Cavill gave me that hope. He gave me that strength to say that that fuck it. If nobody else does it, at least I have the courage to just just do it as as well as I can. And that's what was taken away from me. And I will always remember that. And and nothing nothing that that comes after this will ever measure up to my love for him. And I, I love him, and I hope that he does amazingly well in everything that he's in, and he will always be my Superman. And I hope that that this episode just helped at least someone to to connect with what they were feeling, because it's um, it's a hard time with with no Superman. We're in a world with without hope, and without and the Justice League that we have in air quotes is is a team without a leader and mm. as far as we know that team is not going to exist for long no it certainly doesn't look like it but yeah those those are my final thoughts good very succinct uh, and and i'm you know i'm sorry that this is a, a a difficult time for you um and and i know you'll find your way back to hope because it's still out there um you'll always be able to go back to to Man of Steel, um, no one's ever going to take that away from you, and and also, you know, these things mean something because they're they're the new American mythology, really. Like they these these things um, have have uh, resonance with people because they are stories of of greatness, of like you said, what you want to aspire to be. If you can read a Superman comic, if you can watch a Superman cartoon or watch the Henry Cavill film or the Chris Reeve or fucking anybody, whatever, and take some sort of moral lesson from it of to do good and be kind and, and help people wherever you can and, and, and try and be a hero in the smallest everyday life way that you can in your life. That's, that's a beautiful thing. These things can't mean more than that. Um, and also let's not forget Superman was recreated by two Jewish immigrants, and it and it, and it's almost literally the story of Moses, um, and and that is an important thing to state because if you want to find uh, meaning in anything, uh, uh, it, it, I think you you couldn't find it in a in a better place. Like these two guys who came from a a civilization of people who were powerless at points um especially the way that they were treated when they were um artists within the comic book community um to give the the ultimate immigrant the 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 person from a far off land who came to do good uh to give him such agency and 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 to have it be something that's endured for so long uh, uh that can't not mean something so good luck henry We'll see you. We'll see you in whatever next. Um, check out the Night Hunter. Anybody who's interested in seeing some cool Henry Cavill, that's a fucking baller ass picture. Um, and uh, for me personally, uh, my final thoughts are: I wonder why 
The Rock stopped following the Black Adam Instagram page. Fuck, uh, I don't know. We didn't talk I think about it might that. Be like, he's been like, ah, oh, fucking, you know, he was so big on his like trying to not say Superman every time he was interviewed. He's like, the power is shifting and it's welcome home. Like he tried so hard to fucking keep it under the rug and everyone's like, it's Superman, isn't it, Dwayne? <laughs> like we all knew Henry turns up and then Black Adam apparently doesn't do well as they, they want it to. People are saying that he's misreporting uh, some sort of earnings on it or whatever. And and then they're like, oh, by the way, Henry Cavill's no longer Superman. And after all this huge buildup, and he's just like, fuck yous and, and bounced. So interesting, interesting yeah. shit. Yeah, it's, um, it's interesting to say the least. Um mm. Because I want, I want nothing to do with that. Because I don't want to see James Gunn, James Gunn's neck fucking broken by The Rock. <laughs> he would twist him like a goddamn pretzel, <laughs> and he'd be a ball. He would be a, a little James Gunn ball. You could do dunks with. <laughs> I'm telling you, he'd appreciate that. He used to work for Troma. Um, yeah, I mean that. Time will tell on on, on what that is. I'm sure Dwayne will will make himself um, very clear at some point because there's just too much brouhaha on the internet about it. Yeah. Um, so, did we have any? Did anybody make any comments or questions um, for this? I know you put up a post about it. Uh, yeah, we have a few. Um, do you feel comfortable with? Because I think the the most asked question is, who do you want to be replaced? Who do you want? To uh, be the next Superman. Do you feel confident? Henry Cavill. <laughs> Henry Cavill's son, Benry Cavill. Um, Benry, that's not a name. Uh, so we want to speculate about casting. Um, yeah. But do you feel comfortable doing that? Because I'm fine with it. I Like like you said, like this, this episode is just talking about Henry Cavill so I don't think it would make it would make sense for for us to to have that but if you do have the answer then sure go for it I don't honestly like if, if the question is people are asking who should replace Henry I have no idea it, there, there isn't anyone currently that pops out at me there's a bunch of photoshopped images of Tom Holland yeah. I was like no you kidding me he's a whip of a boy like Superman's got to be Superman you know um, even though they kid Spider Man, but whatever, I, I reckon that they they do the same thing that they did with Chris Reeve and, and Henry Cavill. They go for someone who isn't that known, who isn't that famous, because Superman, even unlike Batman, Superman is the star. Superman is the hero that you get, um, and and then the movie builds around him, so you don't have to cast someone who's already known. Like back in the day, they wanted to cast fucking. Uh, 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 Robert Redford or Paul Newman even fucking James Kahn got a look in like are you kidding me that's ridiculous there's no way and Nick Cage Sean Penn they were talking about Sean Penn when when um, uh, uh, Kevin Smith was um, writing the, the Superman Lives picture that Tim Burton was going to direct that never happened um, John John Waters the director uh, the um, producer was like Sean Penn I'm like Sean fucking Penn are you serious <laughs> Is this Superman going to be smoking cigarettes? Like, Jesus. <laughs> anyway, sorry, go ahead. Wait, did you, was it Superman smoking cigarettes, comma, Jesus? Or was it Superman smoking <laughs> cigarettes like Jesus? Smoking cigarettes like Jesus. Yeah, it's 
Jesus smokes cigarettes, absolutely. He's just looking down on us going, you fucked it up. You fucked it all up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And now Henry Cavill's not even going to be Superman anymore, you sons of bitches. <laughs> hey, Moses, check this shit out. <laughs> They're fucking up your whole game. <sighs> that wasn't me being Moses, by the way. That was just me being silly. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I reckon they go with, with an unknown. Even um, Brandon Routh was unknown as well. So it's. I think, yeah, let's let's keep that going and... And see who this kid might be. What about you? I do have an answer. I'm not comfortable. Ooh. I am not comfortable talking about that. Oh, come on. We do it off air though? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, hi, everybody. I get this is like I get to watch the deleted scenes and you don't. Um what were there any other questions? Um Yeah, so that's like just one question. We have three more. Um how do you feel about the soups movie that James Gunn is writing? He's not directing, though. He's just writing. Yeah. I mean, I would love it if he made a movie that was just about soup. It'd be amazing. It'd be like Ratatouille 2, but just focusing okay. on soup. Okay. It's S-U-P-E-S. It's not... Oh, soups. Sorry. Um, that's 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 ridiculous, Regan. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if... I mean, he certainly has the heartwarming sensibilities if you look at the Guardians movies, but he's also his comedy is also very blue. And not that I have a problem with that, but I just have a problem with that with my Superman. It's like you don't mix, you don't mix some things. Um, and and like I said before, it's sort of, it's that Taika Waititi ness of it where he kind of has to play into what people expect because it's his picture because it's what he's writing, uh, even if he's not directing it. I just feel like the aesthetic's wrong. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I. But then again, I don't know what what the alternative is either. You know, who who would write that? I mean, I still reckon Brad Bird would be amazing. Brad Bird would be fucking amazing writing a Justice League film. Oh yeah, actually, yeah. I forget what I said. You do that. We'll give him Superman, and then and then you know a couple, and then a Superman sequel, and then Justice League down the road or whatever. But yeah, I I just feel like he has the. I mean, watch Iron Giant and. Fucking tell me he won't make an amazing Superman picture, like. And then what fucking incredible was the time when he won't make he won't make a good Justice League film. Yeah, or Ratatouille, or that fucking Ghost Protocol number. Like he's yeah, he he would be a really good pick. Or Greta Gerwig. I think that they're gonna, of course, they're gonna stop after Flash comes out, because I think that's gonna be the last of the of the Snyder cast. And uh, there are rumors about like. Uh, uh, Jason Momoa like going off from uh, Aquaman and then coming back in as Lobo which uh, I'm kind of cool with yeah. that yeah it's just fuck it um, I'm just gonna say it I think I think moving forward um, it's gonna be a bit of a problem because I think James Gunn is gonna James Gunn and the upcoming DC year is going to get caught up in the the brightness of these larger than life characters and we won't get we won't be able to get a film like Man of Steel where it's about it's about a man trying to find himself in in a place where he doesn't belong yeah it's it's going to be about hope and everything but it's not going to be about doubt like I love Man of Steel because at the end of that film you get a sliver of hope but it's all about a, a, a man that that has so much responsibility and and blames so much on himself that he's so lost in that film. And then when he f- he finds the reason why he's here, he gives it he gives it his all to just to just protect the people that he loves. 
and then he realizes that this world is what he loves. The scene where Superman comes back to life in Justice League and fucking destroys the Justice League. That's that's Superman without without being raised by uh, the Kent family. Yeah, yep. Like that's that's the Superman that's going to take over Earth and make it the colony of uh, Krypton and do the mission that Zod failed to do. Mm. And I think we Bottle City a candle bitches. <laughs> yeah. I think that That wasn't me calling you bitches everyone. I was just hey. bitches as an exclamation. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. But yeah, I think we're going to have a bit of problem with throwing up hope in the air. If that makes any sense. Hmm. The way you do it as well is like you 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 can't play into the conventions that have already been done. Like Man of Steel was a, a, a severe departure from the real origin of Superman. But it was cool. It was an interesting take um, and, and uh, you know, wonderful. Let's 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 not do that again. Yeah. Let's not do origin again. Take take a leaf out of Spider-Man's book, the MCU Spider-Man's book. He's already in the cape. He's already well established. He's been Superman for, or, or the Batman. The Batman's been the Batman for two years, whatever. He's already Superman. Um, he's already in a relationship with Lois. She already knows. Like, let's just let's just start with a fucking adventure and let it happen, and 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 let the the the, the emotion, um, you know, build from from inside that, as opposed to setting all that stuff up that everybody already knows. And Ma and Pa Kent are both still alive, for fuck's sake. Would you stop killing Pa Kent? That's not what happens. He's currently alive in the comic books. And it's amazing because he gets to have conversations with Superman about what it is to be... Take the super out of it. You know what I mean? And that's not a masculine thing at all. It's just about, you know, a, a person growing up and having a relationship with his father and what that means to you as a man or as a as a person, whatever you, just, whatever you choose to be. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... There's... there's there's so much beautiful ground to cover there that doesn't have anything to do with my dad's a ghost and he's telling me about the time that the fucking, you know, the horse is drowned. Which is an interesting scene in BVS. You know where he goes up to the mountains and you think he's going to go to the Fortress of Solitude and then doesn't? Um, and he meets his dad and his dad's a ghost and he's like, we, 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 the flood came and we blocked off the waters and, but unfortunately it made the river flow downstream and the, all the, 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 um, the Lang farm got flooded and it killed all their horses while I was eating my hero cake. It was just, it's just a weird I don't... pull. Like I like Kevin Costner, but he's a really, really stern, dark version of, of what I think Jonathan Kent could be. Um, I think he's, you know, the, the, the Glenn Ford version is a little bit better. You know, the, the only, the only, uh, the only part where his Jonathan Kent uh, shines is not when he's not on screen. It's it's the voiceover in Zack Snyder's Justice League, Absolutely. Where, where it's where it's him at the end saying, "Fly, son, it's time." It's time. It's time. Is the is the it, like that's the one that gets you because he's the one who's you know the kid sitting in the back of the truck. He's just saved. He, he, the school kids and Pete Ross is dobbing him in for pushing the the bus out of the water, and he's like, "What am I supposed to do? Let him die?" And he's like, "Maybe." Maybe. Like, are you fucking serious? You don't understand your own kid. Why don't you go and die in a tornado? Anyway. What's the next question, Eddie? Yeah. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> no, it's cool, man. Um, right. Next question is: uh, You all think that James Gunn is gonna keep the um, <laughs> the Beastmaker cast and the Suicide cast or reboot? I think, like when he started with uh, Beastmaker, I think, like uh, there's there's no way the uh, the Suicide Squad and the Beastmaker cast is going anywhere. 
Yeah, I mean, they're already shooting season two, so I say that'll be whatever it is, but they won't do another Suicide Squad picture. I don't think Margot Robbie will come back either. Why? I just I just don't think... Like, looking at the... Let's, let, let's call it reading the terrain of what's going on. I don't see it happening. I really don't. You know what's a shame? In all of this, we lose a potential to maybe make a sequel to The Birds of Prey. Fuck, right? I know, that movie is fucking balls-to-wall awesome. Like, it is... The best of all of them, in my opinion. We talked about that before. Yeah. That's my number one DC picture. I fucking love it. And, um, yeah, a huge misstep. You, the audience wasn't there. I, you know, I don't know. And you know what? I'm going to take a page out of your book and say, if you don't like Birds of Prey, you're a fucking sexist. <laughs> That's a, you're a sexist and a racist and a racist and a sexist. <laughs> it's true. There's lots of people of color in that picture. It's fantastically um, inclusive. Uh, but it was also just a really fucking awesome picture. It was just a great, it was huge, big, fun, silly. Um, you know, Margot Robbie was on point. Yeah, it's fucking Rosie Perez fucking, fucking wearing that t-shirt that says, I washed my dick for this. Like, fucking just the best. It's really good. Anyway. Yeah. It's a shame. Um, yeah, but as far as that question goes... Uh, yeah peacemaker yes everything else that's it under the rug no it, it never happened don't look don't look at it don't look at it you know that kind of thing i doubt that will happen you think and here's my pitch because of course i awesome. have a pitch i can't wait um you do you do a, a suicide squad film call it suicide squad that's it oh no fuck that was the first one let's not do that, that again was the first one, yeah. <laughs> yeah give it a colon yeah give it a colon something yeah, like let's call it like uh, Suicide Squad colon erections. Fuck it, yeah. Let's just call it that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and have like a have like a good old adventure, and like at the end of that film, have uh, have Harley and uh, and Ivy to be a couple, and let that be the end of uh, Harley's story in DC. Yep. Yeah. Bring. Yeah. Okay. Well, in that case, um, you do a pun like a plant pun in the in the colon or in the subtitle so it's suicide squad colon global warming global warming's pretty good global warming is actually pretty good or something like uh fuck i'm just gonna it'll come to me after the podcast it'll be like the most amazing uh, uh play on words ever you know um but yeah like so and and ivy is introduced as the villain and they fucking get it on and they're like i don't mean get it on as in like they they have sex i mean they can that's totally fine but they're more like oh i'm supposed to be fighting this woman and i'm supposed to be fighting this woman and we there's there's sparks there is electricity here because they they're, they're my favorite couple in the dc um universe i i, I love them as a couple because they're so different You're right and like have 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 that like internal uh, the internal struggle right oh uh, sure yep <laughs> of uh of both of them having to meet each other and hardly hardly intern internally going fuck i see her point she's not like 100 percent wrong and i and ivy going fuck i don't think she's actually a villain and and like and she's kind of cute yeah yeah take, take take like major parts of of like the harley quinn show with with ivy and uh, harley's characters and put it in because that's what we want yeah yeah that's perfect and 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 the, the actually the the series the comic series that bridges the second and third season of that show 
um, which is done in that animation style. The subtitle of that was called, um, uh, was it Bang, Marry, Kill? Like, just call it that. Suicide Squad, Bang, Marry, Kill. And everybody gets a love story. It'd be great. Just do it. Oh, I got it. I got it. I got the title. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Drum roll, everyone. Suicide Squad, The Green Wedding. The Green Wedding. That's amazing because not only is it a green wedding, it's also a fucking joke about Lord of... Not Lord of the Rings. What's it called? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Oh, fucking cut that check. That's... Yep. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to have to start writing this. We're going to have to start writing this. No one's going to listen to us otherwise. And like at the end, like uh, all of them get married and it's like the Suicide Squad in the Suicide Squad. Like, like in like uh, King Shark is like the best man and... <laughs> Because of course he is. Fantastic. And like she, and she calls uh, what the fuck? What's her name? Uh, Viola Davis in uh, what's what's the character's name? Um. Shit. Viola. <laughs> it is uh, Amanda Walker. Yes, thank you. Um, like have Harley make a deal with Amanda Walk, Amanda, Amanda Waller, not Walker. Waller, not Walker. Yeah, Walker is the Texas Ranger. Sure. Yep. Okay. And and have her make a deal that she and Ivy go and have nothing to do with this world. And she turns in each and every member of the Suicide Squad, and then they both go live happily ever after. Like I like it because because like, I like it. in the Red Wedding, like all the major characters die. So you know they, they yeah spoilers for Game of Thrones if you give a shit, but uh, that's I what don't, happens. I don't give a shit. I've realized no, that about myself now. I don't give a shit. Yeah, no, I watched up to that and then there was a huge gap between seasons and then I came back. I'm like, I don't know who anybody fucking is. I have no idea. I've forgotten it all. It can't mean that much. Um, to me, anyway. What's the last question? Yeah. I don't I don't actually want to do the last question because that was a great pitch. <laughs> it was. It was. We, we, for our Harley show, our Harley movie. Uh, all right. Um, oh, fuck. It's uh, thoughts on the upcoming DCU. I mean, see, see the previous hour of the podcast i guess um i mean i'm i'm a positive person i go in thinking if you if you give these properties to people who have vision and who uh care about them and and believe that these characters have something to say about who we are as human beings comment on on humanity and and the state of the world and give people hope and clarity and joy and all that. And that it's, it, it's done for artistic reasons. There are choices being made for artistic reasons. Absolutely. If you're just going to get a bunch of hired guns in here to make you money, you can get fucked. So guns going to hire Full a bunch stop. of guns. Cool. His gun is going to hire a bunch of guns. And uh, no, I just don't want to be like, Hey, here's this dude who's directed three episodes of fucking, not Moon Knight, or actually, that would be pretty cool. But you know, three episodes of some popular TV series that's come out in the last five years, Twin and they're Geeks. like, "Here, have a huge big movie." Like, yeah, well, the, the dude who directed the um the last Terminator movie and also Thor two, like, he was just a guy, a work for hire dude who who was a director on Game of Thrones. I'm sure he's very talented, but it's like get people in here who will make these things look like something, as opposed to just the carbon copies of everything that's come before. That's my idea. What about you? Just going off your idea. Nice first. day for a green wedding. <laughs> Man, fuck, we actually gotta do that now. Like, I, I really <laughs> wanna do that. <laughs> I'm go- I've got some time. Let's do it. Sorry, you were saying your your thoughts on, on the possibilities. Yeah. 
I'll tell my thoughts later, but um, just going off your point, um, yeah, I I agree with it, and I uh, I think there's gonna be a lot more color. Like you see, you see the DC films now, and there's there's color in them. They're beautiful looking films, but there's also some sort of desaturation in them, right? Like you you see Civil War. Like the best example I can give you, you see Civil War, and you see the trailer. Or just fuck it, just let's. Let's see a trailer for Civil War and see the trailer for uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, mm-hmm. right? Excluding all the all the themes and everything in Civil War, but just the way it looks, right? I think there's gonna be a lot more color in it, and I kind I don't like saturated shit. Like I, I want I want my films to be heavy on the contrast, but not so much yeah. like it's three hundred where you're like fuck it, man. I just I can't. That's that's a, a touch extreme, but he was going for a very specific look because that's it was it was emulating a a, a a graphic novel. I agree too. Like I get get you're talking about getting good directors and good writers. Get good DPs in on this stuff. Get fucking you know it's, um, Johannes Kaminsky, the guy who shoots for for um, Spielberg, and you know get in some get in Roger Deakins. Like he's still if you kicking can, around. Hey. He's like fucking 80 years old. He's still kicking around. Get him to do like just one single fucking... Uh, fuck it. Let's just make him be the DP of, of Superman. He, it, it would be an amazing choice for that. Let him do a directorial debut as well. Shit. Like forget about it, you know. Or get him to do a Lobo picture. Like imagine a Lobo picture that looks like Blade Runner 2049. I mean, fuck it. It would have people fucking... Coming into their handbag, I nearly said. <laughs> like, what the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> Why would they be doing that? Why would you be at the cinema watching a film, you know, a Lobo film, which DP'd by... <laughs> Roger Deakins. The wonderful, the beautiful, stately and regal fucking... Um, I've forgotten his name <laughs> Roger Deakins. And then everyone's just in the cinema coming into handbags. That makes no sense. Okay, but yeah, you're right. I enjoy contrast. I enjoy lights and darks as opposed to this flat cartoon looking kind of vibe that is easier to replicate in CG, I guess, because that's another thing as well. Let's start doing some of this stuff practically. They have to. So much so much of Zack Snyder's Justice League, so much of Man of Steel was practical. Like just the set. Yeah, like they actually went on location to places and stuff. And I went to see um, the Cameo Cinema that I go to all the time uh, here in, in, in Melbourne um, is doing a, like a Spielberg retrospective before the Fablemans come out. And they've got a bunch of his pictures playing that I've gone to see. So I went and saw Sugarland Express. And um, last night I went and saw Munich, which is amazing. If you get an opportunity to see music, that Munich, that is a really underrated picture. But I went and saw War of the Worlds on Wednesday which I didn't see at the cinema. And that's a CG heavy picture, but it's all enhanced. Like, it's like, okay, well, you know, the tripods are going to be CG, but then they have practical versions close up. Some of the effects are going to be CG, the, you know, the particularly the ferry sequence, but it's all it's all holding hands with this practical effects stuff of, you know, cars getting flipped and glass getting thrown at things and buildings cracking in half and, you know, trucks, like army trucks going up over hills and huge explosions, you know, practical explosions. And, um, and there was another thing, uh, what was I watching? Uh, yeah, look, uh, Munich last night. Squib. I mean, you're not going to get squibs in a Superman picture, but actual squibs as opposed to digital blood splatter. Like, 
let's let's get back to some craft here where it's not like hey visual effects artists we know you're tired do fucking everything let's get back to craft that that's that's my thing yeah. and i don't mean the cheese making company that, that, in australia there's a company yeah. called craft that makes cheese um okay. yeah so i don't know I, I completely lost our train of thought what was the fucking question yeah um my closing thoughts on on just the dcu yeah, the sorry, up, please. upcoming dcu is uh I'm faithful in James Gunn, but I've lost all hope, and that's okay. That's okay. We're allowed to mourn. Like Superman wears the black suit because he's mourning his loss of powers, or some shit. I'm sorry. What's in the comics? That that black costume is regeneration suit. He's not. He doesn't have all of his powers. Yeah. Um, when he is resurrected in after the death of Superman, and I mean in the comics, he was gone for nearly a year. And there were the replacement super people, you know. Uh, recently in the comics, he's been off world. He was he was you know fighting on another planet. He was enslaved on a place called War World. And um, Jonathan Kent, his son, was was the main main Superman on planet Earth. So there's lots of things you can do, um, and 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 you do. The absence of him is not. It's never permanent, and it's not. It doesn't completely destroy everything. Like you don't feel hope right now. Hope burns eternal. Like you will. It will come back in some form. And his departure not being not being permanent is is so much like the departure of hope not being permanent. It's mm. like it goes hand in hand, man. It's it's um it's a beautiful character and even though there's there's loss and there's 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 a lot of feelings going around, I when when I look to the stars, I'm gonna see I'm gonna see uh, Henry Cavill as Superman, and I'm I guarantee you if he heard that he would he would love it. He must be getting the outpour of support for him must be fantastic at the moment. But um, I'll, I'll say to you, you know, as we close, folks, uh, what I said to Addy when we first got on the call before um, before we started recording, uh, some really great advice when you're feeling down about Superman or about whatever the fuck. Like it doesn't matter if you're having a rough time. Uh, you know, this, this always helps me. Uh, Tom Hanks was in an interview and he said, um, one of the most important lessons he ever learned was this too shall pass. If you're feeling down, if you, if you don't have hope, if you feel like everything is, is elusive and you, there's, you have no grounding whatsoever, this too shall pass. If you feel great, if you have all the hope and all the faith in the world and you're just, you're, you're kicking life's ass. This too shall pass. Everything is transient. The only thing that is constant is change, and 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 change is okay because it just gets means that we get to grow as people. And so, Henry Cavill, go and grow, my friend. Go and have a wonderful career. We'll be watching, buddy. We'll be watching. So that's that's it, I guess. That's it. That's that's our special bonus emergency broadcast the superman paradox thank you so much for listening we'll be back to our regularly regularly scheduled programming next week remember i sent you the the spotify rap thing Mm -hmm. that's fucking weird man it's 2205 hours that we've done yeah and it's (laughs) (laughs) so so just so a little bit of context for everybody um the uh spotify you know sends out some stuff at the end of the year to let you know like what you've been listening to and how much you've been listening to it and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, obviously Addy was creating content on Spotify for this podcast and, and he's he's the tech 
I do the editing of the show and then he 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 uploads it and that's that's kind of the system we have with. And yeah, so two what is it 2000? Yeah, so uh, the whole thing is uh, you created 2205 minutes of new content. That's more than 89% of other creators in your category. Holy shit. Well, there you go, folks. I hope you enjoyed having us all up in your ears <laughs> for those um for those, you know, 2000 hours or whatever it was. 2000 minutes we've had an absolute blast doing it this is one of the highlights of of my week every time we record and um shit thanks for listening yeah thanks for listening and uh fly high